I will warn you that you will be able to see right through that. On your wedding day, during your wedding ceremony, this is really probably not the time that you want to be showing off your thigh gap. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. I am so happy that you're here today to listen and learn something that will hopefully improve your wedding images. If you could do me a favor before we get started and just take a quick screenshot of wherever you are listening and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo or both and just post that up to your Instagram and share that with others so that they can see that you are listening to me today and help me grow my podcast, please. Just as a reminder, this podcast correlates to a book that I recently wrote. It's available on Amazon. Um, There will be a link to buy it in the show notes if you're interested, but you can also search on Amazon for The Complete Guide to Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married. If you want to learn more about the book, you can also log on to the website at completeweddinged.com. And if you want to join my growing Facebook group, just look for that on Facebook by searching for Complete Wedding Photography. All right, so let's dive right into today's topic. I want to give you five quick and easy tips to help improve your wedding images. So there is like a new philosophy working its way through the wedding photography community. And that philosophy basically says that Wedding photographers should not have any expectations going into your wedding day about what your images are supposed to look like, that we should basically forget about every wedding we've ever photographed or every wedding image that we've taken previously and approach your day to shoot for your location, the light of your day, the mood of your day the energy that's filling your wedding day, and the exact couple on the wedding day. And basically just forget everything else and not have any expectations so that we're neither disappointed or feel like failures when we don't capture something that we may have achieved at a previous wedding or 
maybe if we don't succeed in capturing something that we hoped to have captured at your wedding. We just go in with zero expectations, do the very best job that we can, and come home and consider it a victory. Now, I am not sure, you know, this philosophy is relatively new, so I'm not sure that I understand it 100% completely. I think I can agree on some level, but I still have to remember that my couples who have hired me already have made expectations of what they want their wedding images to look like and that they have hired me to meet those expectations based on my past work and the portfolio that they have already seen of mine. So I don't think that I, personally speaking, can fully let go of any expectations that I might have for future couples and fully embrace this new philosophy. I believe that I have to go into each wedding day prepared to at least meet my couple's expectations halfway or more. I need to be able to share my knowledge because I've shot lots of weddings and more than likely they've only planned one or possibly two weddings. So I need to be able to educate them and help set up those expectations that they have because without any guidance, I don't feel like I would fully be doing my job. So let's get to the five tips. Number one, and I think... This happens a lot more than you would think, but every time, almost every time I point my camera at someone, they are inclined to look at me and smile. And my tip would be not to look at your photographer every time they pick up their camera. Just allow for the candid moments to happen. Forget your photographer is there and let them do their job. Allow them to come in really close to really get in your bubble and also allow them to stay in the far reaches, you know, in the corners, on the the perimeter of your day. Don't be afraid to walk in front of them and just basically act like they don't exist. Um, forget, forget they're there. This is when you will get your best candid shots. Just let the photographer do their job and forget they're there. Do not look at them every time they pick up their camera. All right, tip number two, unless you're a messy person and you like messy photographs, clean up your getting ready rooms. You would think that this mostly applies to the guys, but it really applies to the girls and the guys pretty much about 50-50. I would suggest that you designate a corner or a closet to put all of the junk in, especially after you're mostly done getting ready or you're completely done getting ready, unless you want it photographed. I can't tell you how many pairs of thongs I have photographed, dry cleaning bags, curling irons, empty beer bottles, shoes, socks, hangers, and deodorant applicators. So Unless these are the types of things that you want photographed in your wedding images, put them away after you're done using them. Because once I arrive at your wedding day, I'm really not going to ask anyone to clean up the room. 
I'm just going to try to shoot it or shoot around it or use it to tell the story. I'm not going to ask you to clean up your room once I get there. I'll give you those tips pre-wedding day, but on the day of, I'm not going to remind you to clean up the room. You only get one wedding, so let's make it count with a great party. Don't just hire a DJ, hire the right DJ. Gains Entertainment. Winston can also help you before your big day by hosting a virtual trivia party anywhere in the world to help your wedding party or your two uniting families to bond and have some fun getting to know each other. Contact Winston for more information at 210-995-3626 or on the web at Gaines, G-A-I-N-E-S, entservices.com. That's gainsentservices.com. You can also search on all the social platforms for Gains Entertainment for more info. All right, tip number three, your outdoor ceremony area. The lighting on your outdoor ceremony area is very important. The best outdoor light is in a completely shaded area, like an open air chapel, something with a roof, with a solid roof on it. Uh, A lot of the outdoor area ceremony areas are underneath trees, and that has dappled light. A lot of outdoor ceremony areas have no type of cover. So depending on the time of the day that you have your ceremony, this could lead to very harsh overhead lighting. Sometimes there are trees that are not really causing dappled lighting, but the trunks are casting shadows. So as you're walking up and down the aisle, you're walking through shadow, harsh light, shadow, harsh light, shadow, harsh light, shadow. And that's a really intensive scenario for a photographer to shoot in. And then the last kind of ceremony lighting that I see a lot of is a severely backlit ceremony area. And I want to cautiously advise my brides. First of all, this is very uncomfortable for your guests to watch the ceremony because they're trying to focus on you, the couple getting married, but at the same time, they have the rays of the sun glaring straight into their eyeballs. So it's very hard for them to focus with all of that light shining straight into their eyes. So it's very hard for your guests to watch the ceremony. Secondly, that is going to cause a lot of sun flare into the camera lens, which also causes a focusing issue for the photographer. But really not so much related to your photos. If you have a severely backlit ceremony area that you're standing in and your wedding gown, especially the skirt part of your wedding gown, doesn't have a very thick material, I will warn you that you will be able to see right through that. On your wedding day, during your wedding ceremony, this is really probably not the time that you want to be showing off your thigh gap. That is a pro tip right there, ladies. Think about that Um, when you are selecting your wedding gown, coupled with where you're going to choose your ceremony area. 
If you do happen to purchase a thinner clothed wedding gown and your ceremony area will be real harshly backlit like that, a solution would be to create a solid ceremony arch. So that would block that sunlight from shining through your dress and then you wouldn't be able to see through it. All right, tip number four, ask your officiant to move during your first kiss. There are a lot of officiants who already do this, but there are still a lot of officiants who do not know that after they pronounce you man and wife or husband and wife, that they can take a few steps out from right behind you. The best shot of the first kiss is square with the couple right down from the front of the aisle. And usually the main shooter or the lead shooter is always there because right after that is usually when the recession starts. And that's the, that's the best shot of that first kiss. And when the officiant is right there behind the couple during the first kiss and he doesn't, he or she doesn't move, there's, it just doesn't look fantastic. Number one, because the officiant looks like a creeper because he's so close to the couple kissing. And number two, it doesn't allow for a clear background behind the couple because there's a third person there. So there's no clear outline of the background behind you, whether it be trees or skyline or your arch or whatever, what have you. It's a third person and it just looks really awkward. And remind them, they don't have to get completely out of the picture frame because they are part of the story. But just two or three steps out from directly behind you will clean up the image nicely. All right. The fifth and final tip is for the DJ. I know they are probably a lot like photographers in the sense that there are gear junkies. They like to purchase a lot of new toys and show them off at all of the events, but during the key moments of your reception, the first dances, uh, the bouquet and garter tosses, the speeches and the toasts, you do not want your images to look like the SWAT team showed up and was doing some sort of raid. You want to ask your DJs to turn off those strobe lights, those disco lights during those key moments of your reception. Because when there are blue, green, yellow, and red lights all over your dress, all over your face, all over everywhere, you just cannot Photoshop that out. I mean, you can, but there is no amount of money in the world that's going to make it worthwhile for me to do that for all of your images. I'm sorry. So ask your DJ to just leave the lights off during those parts of the night. He can turn them off for all the rest of the party. But during those key moments, just please shut them off. And some DJs know this and they do this just on the automatic. But there are still some DJs who like to leave them on. They forget they don't know any better. I'm not sure what's going on, but they they leave them on. And it would really improve your images if they just turned them off. All right. So you 
do have expectations for your wedding images. And there are things you can do to improve your wedding day photos. We just discussed five of them, but there are literally a million more. And if you want to know some more, pick up a copy of my book. Again, the link is in the show notes. All right, everyone. So there are more ways to find me. If you want to know more about my wedding photography, you can log on to atagirlphoto.com. That is atagirlphoto.com. If you want to follow me on any social media platform, you can look for me uh, just by searching for at a girl photo. That is ATA girl photo. You can also follow the book on Instagram at complete wedding ed, complete wedding ed. And if there is ever a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, just shoot me a email at Tammy at at a girl photo.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so honored and lucky and blessed that you are here today with me. Have a splendid day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.